Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. Hi, I'm Michaela Rose Fowler, your Miss Global Australia 2019, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. Hey everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project and I have Miss Global Australia 2019 Michaela Rose Fowler with me. Michaela, welcome back to Hello. the show. Thanks for having me, Adrian. It's good to be back. Uh, now, I was going to ask Michaela, do you remember last time we interviewed, so this is your second time, the first time, do you remember what was special about your interview? I mean, there were many things that were special, but do, <laughs> do you remember oh. anything in particular? You were a first for one reason. Hmm. That's a blank look. First, no, I was going to say first from Victoria, but no, surely not. I don't think first from Victoria. No. You were, the f you were the first person who was lucky enough to go live. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Or brave enough to go live. Yeah, that, that, was, that was daunting. I, forgot, I didn't realise that was – I can't remember that being the first time. But, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how, exciting. How, does that sound, does it, it seems to me like a long time ago. I mean, I don't know for you, does it seem like a long time ago? It was, that was well over a year ago because that was before Miss, In, before I won the title of Miss Intercontinental. Yeah. So you're going to have to catch us up. So from <laughs> since the last, since the last time I interviewed you, last time I interviewed you was before the lead up to the Aussie power pageant in 2018. Yes. This correct. is when you were a finalist. Then you became Miss Intercontinental. You yeah. went overseas. Then you came back, had a bit of a break, and then you couldn't help yourself. And now you're Miss Global <laughs> Australia 2019, and you're going over to Mexico in January, right? Yes, I am, yes. Okay, so catch us up on that whirlwind of like 12, 18 months, because it sounds like a lot has gone on. Oh, it has been a lot. It's been more than I could have ever imagined it to be, to be quite honest with you. Like it's been an adventure that I couldn't have ever imagined. Like you you think about what it's going to be like when you compete internationally, especially on such yeah. a big international stage and you just you can't make it up in your head. Like it's a million times better than whatever you think up. But, um, yeah, so basically – um, I have my reign for Miss Intercontinental Australia. Um, I haven't unfortunately been able to crown the next Miss Intercontinental Australia um, just due to our director, Lucinda, being um, unable to hold the national pageant just yet, just due to mm -hmm. some personal reasons. Um, yep. But we will be holding one next year um, where I will get to crown another lovely lady then, which will be exciting. Perfect. Um, but back us up to the, if you can remember, because in, in, um, in pageant years, it's a long time, but back us back to your international, like for intercontinental and just try and explain the experience. Cause there's going to be a lot of girls watching who've never won a national, but let alone yeah. competing internationally. Just what was that like with the countries, different countries, different people? It's got to be manic. Well, for starters, the friends that I made there, I know it sounds so cliche and like every single pageant girl says it, but I genuinely am still friends with um, my group of friends that I made over there. I literally, I've been talking to them all day um, and it's what, almost a year later. So um, it was incredible. I think there ended up, there was 92 countries entered and I think wow. 80, around 85 girls ended up attending. Um, I, I think a few girls had troubles with, um, visas and things like that. And sure. you know, every now and then there's always going to be girls who drop off for, for yeah. whatever reasons. Um, so yeah, 85 is still a massive, massive number of girls. Um, it was very intense being in the Philippines. Um, mm -hmm. pageantry is 
like royalty over there, like actual real yeah. life royalty and yeah. fame. It's another there, level so. in the Philippines. Oh it's a God. different game oh to what we have here. <laughs> I just, I like, I knew that it would be big over there, but I wasn't expecting to have to have literally their national army guard with us constantly and um I couldn't wear my sash without walking down the street and having a million people take photos with me like it was it was amazing it was an experience that I probably could never have um you know experienced without pageantry um so yeah it was it was amazing that we oh my god my favorite memory from the international pageant was probably when we went to um a school I can't remember the name of the school I don't think I could pronounce it properly. <laughs> <That's okay>. um, <laughs> yeah, so we went to a primary school and well, we were exhausted and we were asleep on the bus. It'd been like a really, really long trip, and mm-hmm. um, we just pulled up at this. And we had we had all the curtains down, and we pulled up at this school, but we had no idea where we were, and we were just told to get off the bus. And we got off, and it was just like hundreds and hundreds of screaming children. Like they were wow. so excited to see us. That it was like it was literally like Justin Bieber walked into a, a school. Like that's how <laughs> the only way I can explain it. It was I'm not sure that Justin that. Bieber has ever walked into a school before. Probably not. But imagine if he did, you can imagine how crazy the kids would go. Um yeah. and they were like all being held behind like barriers and everything. And if you put your hand wow. near the barrier, they would just they just wanted to, you know, hold your hand yeah. and like um, and get your luck and they would just sort of like grab your hand and, and almost pull you into the crowd. It was, it was so, <laughs> you couldn't even, you couldn't even hear yourself think that their screams wow. were that loud. So, um, just to sort of bring something special to their day was, was mm. really, really, um, really fun. And all we had to do was just be there and speak with them and give them, our time basically and they yeah. were were so so happy and it, it was just the best experience I've ever had um so obviously Miss Intercontinental went for three weeks so that's that's a or just that's over a three long weeks. Time. that's a long long pageant yep. can you imagine pageant hair makeup heels every day uncomfortable clothing not much sleep yeah no no some nights we only had two hours sleep because we had to be oh, up God. and yeah ready with hair and makeup so mm. it's definitely not for the faint of heart it's um it is tough um but it's it's an experience worth having that's for sure and you want to do it all again apparently so <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say but i mean just just going back to the whole being famous thing i mean did you in well you know being treated like a celebrity did you enjoy that because it sounds cool I, to me the school was that was really enjoyable um, but to be a hundred percent honest with you, the minute I got off the aeroplane onto Australian soil and felt like I was just about pretty much a nobody <laughs> was the best. Anonymous, we say. Anonymous, not, not a yeah. nobody. Not a nobody. Anonymous. Anonymous. Okay. That, that's a much better term. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like the biggest relief I have ever had. Like it was like, that was a cool experience but I'm so happy to be me and in my own little world and my own little life. <laughs> so have you ever, just, just to give context, because I've been interviewing a lot of the girls over from the UK, mm-hmm. some of the girls from the US, um, yeah. just to give context, have you ever, cause you've been in pageantry a while and you've been yeah. quite successful as well. Have <laughs> you ever been recognized in public ever in Australia? Um, I have. Yes. Um, believe it or not, a lot of the time it's actually from my very, very first pageant, Miss Westernport, um, because I was in a lot of the local newspaper and they, they were like, they heavily, um, focused right. on it in, you know, in the, what am I saying? In the papers, in the media. <laughs> in the media. Thank you. It's been a really long day. For me. It's been a really and long And it's a week. Friday afternoon, so it's a long yeah. week. Um, so yeah, so that was really funny. It was actually like I was having... Um, I can't remember what I was doing. I was having an appointment like at a hair salon or, or something like that. I can't remember what it was. And they were just like, oh, my gosh, you're Michaela Fowler, as in like Miss Westernport, like pageant queen, Miss like Michaela Fowler, yeah. aren't you? And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, but how do you know that? <laughs> how did so, that yeah. feel? 
it felt it did feel good it like and not from a, a vain point of view of being like mm. oh somebody knows me but just from a point of view that <laughs> what we're doing is being recognized I mm. think that was really really cool because she knew some of the events that I had been at um and some of the charity work and fundraising I'd been doing so that was the really cool part I can imagine. This is this yeah. is now reminding me. I'm having flashbacks to our last interview. Um, it was your was it, was it your mother or your grandmother? Like your pageant pageantry kind of royalty in terms of the generation. Was it your mum or your grandmother? <laughs> both. Yeah, oh, both. actually both. So my dad's mum and my mum. So on both sides of the family. Um, right. Just yeah, little small town pageants for them as well. But um, yeah, really really cool that that they have been a part of that world. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it's in my blood. <laughs> I was going to say it runs in the blood. Yeah. So you decided that you wanted to do this all again. So mm. I guess the first question is why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, I know. To be honest, when I was given the opportunity for Miss Global, I for starters, I just couldn't even say no. I just... Mm. My only concern was just getting time off work. Um, there was nothing else within me or in my heart, in my soul that said that this was wrong. So yeah. I think that following your gut and if something feels right, then then there's a reason why. So that was initially the first thing I was like. And it was I was having kind of like a bit of a, a down few weeks there and then this mm-hmm. came and all of a sudden I was filled with joy again and turned that frown upside down. It did. It really, really did. And it was sometimes it's like, I know it sounds so, so funny, not funny, but so um, cliche, but in some ways pageantry honestly has saved me in so many ways. Um, And it, and purely because it gives me purpose, it gives me a reason to be, putting myself out there and doing things in the world and actually making me put a focus on big, the bigger picture rather than just mm. living in my own little bubble. And yeah, pageantry just really, really opens your eyes to to what else is going on out there. So what, what is it? I mean, you've been, obviously you've been involved in pageantry. I mean, how long have you been involved in pageantry? Would it be five years, 10 years? Six. I think, I think it's six years since I was 19. Right. I thought, oh God, I thought it was yeah. going to say since you were six. Oh, I mean, no, like no, no. I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. For about six years. So, yeah. I mean, you, you basically, you, you mentioned it just briefly before, but what is it that most attracts you to pageantry? What keeps pulling you back? Because we discussed, I mean, you work in real estate yeah. and it's hard. You've got long hours. You have manic weeks. Mm. It's not like you don't have anything to do with your spare time or it's not like you couldn't go just home and go and sleep or go out and party. Yeah. So no. why do you decide to keep putting your time into pageantry? Not just because it makes me happy, which obviously it does, because I, I yeah. don't want to be doing anything that doesn't bring me happiness. Um, of course. But I think it's also, as I said, like when I went to that school or I've been to, you know, retirement villages and things like that, and it's seeing the smile that you can put on someone else's face and then that giving you purpose. So I think it's through pageantry that I find a purpose for myself. Um, and as I said, I, I it, it makes you stop and look at the bigger picture because to be quite honest with you, I don't know that I was, I wasn't really all that heavily into charity work and all of that side of life prior yeah. to pageantry. You know, I did, I did a few things. I, I did fundraise here and there and all that sort of thing, but never really put a heavy focus on it. And then when I stepped into pageantry, obviously there is that requirement and it kind of pushed me to put myself back out there and do those things. Yeah. And then I realized that I wasn't just doing it for the pageant I was doing it because it felt good as well and I liked yeah. seeing that I was actually making a difference um yeah I don't know if that completely answers your question or not but <laughs> no it, it completely does but my ne- my next question is just how do you feel that you've changed 
in terms of since our last interview so you were in preparations as we discussed for the power pageant which here in yeah. australia because there's a uk version of it as well which is slightly yeah. different but here in australia it's for the global and intercontinental crowns as well as australia's teen queen yeah. so how have you how do you feel you've changed from since then to now because i know it's not a long time but in pageant land yeah. it's an eternity um i think obviously as you said pageantry does take up a lot of your time and I've also been progressing in my career. So I've been really trying to work out where my time's going and what actually means the most to me and where I should be focusing my time more heavily. Mm. Um, so realising that the little things don't matter and stopping myself in my tracks and stopping myself from stressing over those little things and I honestly think that that is due to both pageantry and my career and realising that they're mm. two things that make me happy and I want to focus on. So just not overthinking every single little thing that happens in my life, it's making it's made me a lot less self-conscious um, because, you know, I'm, I'm not focusing on those little things like, oh, you know, I've got a little bit of cellulite there. Oh, my skin's not perfect today. No, but yeah. seriously, like it's just those little things that you just get so worked up about and then you go, they don't matter. And that's yeah. not where I should be focusing my time. So I think since winning the title um, and being crowned Miss Intercontinental and now Miss Global Australia, mm. I have really focused on what matters to me and what actually and what actions I'm taking and how much they actually matter in the world basically <laughs> so yeah. yeah and that's why I, you know I don't go out often um I'm not a party girl I don't do all those sort of things because I don't think that they that that sort of thing as much as it's fun it doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve yeah. the world and and the purpose and and why I'm here um so yeah. looking at the bigger picture has definitely changed me as a person um I'm a lot more confident in who I am um mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's because I won the title. I think it's because of the things that I've been through since winning the title. Um, like competing internationally, you have to believe in yourself. And as corny as that sounds, it, it is really hard yeah. to do. It is hard to believe in yourself. Um, of course. So it's, I've definitely changed in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I mean, if you spend that, that much time in pageantry and you haven't changed, I think something's probably, probably wrong. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, fill us in with uh, with a career. I mean, we we mentioned it very briefly last time, real estate. But you mentioned that you've focused on growing your career. So let's mm -hmm. talk a bit about the career a little bit more. Tell us what you do, what do you do on a daily basis? And um, <laughs> I, I understand it's stressful sometimes. No, no, it's okay. It's it is obviously something I love. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. Um, so I am. A real estate agent or real estate associate. I'm an associate to to an agent at the moment um, in sales, and mm -hmm. people ask me how um, how how much I how often I am working, and I pretty much say, oh yeah, I work full time, overtime, all the time. <laughs> so say that again. When people ask me how like. Yeah. How many hours I work in the week and Is all that sort of thing. I say I work full time and then I go correction, overtime, correction, all the time. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, God. I make it sound terrible, but I do love what I do. I do actually really love what I do. It's really cool. Real estate, especially in the sales side of things, all of my clients are either at the highest and most exciting moments of their life or actually mm -hmm. at the opposite and they're going through really, really tough times. So, you know, right. I've, I've always got um, people who are starting a family and they need an upside so they're looking for a bigger home. Mm. People have, they're buying their first home. It's super exciting. Um, or they're downsizing to retire and go travelling around Australia or something like that. And then yeah. I've got the reverse where there's unfortunately families who are separating and divorcing um yeah. there's debt there's all those really tough things that people go through and that i know it sounds really really somewhat depressing but i really like being there for people in both of those times so i get mm. to ex like be excited and celebrate with people but i also get to help people through a really really emotional and tough time and i'm sure you've heard a lot of real estate um 
I'm sure you've heard a million times that real estate agents are dodgy. They're they're you know snakes. They're I've really heard horror terrible. stories. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we all have. And likewise with pageantry, you hear a lot of um, mm. stereotypes created and things like that. And so with real estate, it's nice to be someone who is very human and who really does actually want to be there for their clients and isn't your typical real estate agent. And just the, just the same, not being a typical pageant girl. It's it's all about yeah. breaking the stigma and it, it's very much the same with real estate at the moment. Yeah. Give us an idea as to what sort of you do on a daily basis. So what's a typical day in the life of Michaela? Um, well, okay, as you've so seen, let's start from there. This, yeah, so as you've seen, this has been really, really difficult to get all this going because my phone does not stop ringing. <laughs> it like literally just rings off the hook. And today is supposed to be my day off, but I basically haven't really taken a day off because I've got auctions tomorrow, which is super-duper exciting. Um, mm. But there's a lot of work that goes into it. So I feel like a lot of people have an image of a real estate agent just sipping lattes in their local cafe, you know, oh, they answer their phone here and there and all that sort of thing. Oh, but it's not like that every yeah it's hard work is it yeah it's really really hard work and for every Mm. phone call I receive I probably make at least 20 um so yeah so there's a there's a lot of work that goes into it it's early mornings late nights um I haven't really finished a work day this week since uh, before sort of 7 30 8 o'clock all week so and it's not that you know, I don't, I don't hate that. I, I do love my job, um, and it's, it's important. It's, you know, some, it, it's people's biggest asset, but half most of the time, so you yeah. can't take it lightly. Um, so yeah, so my day often starts with putting out open room boards early in the morning. Um, in Melbourne, that can be quite cold and wet and raining, but that's okay. You just got to <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, there is probably some illegal car parking whilst doing that as well. Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, I remember you got that. Well, you got two parking tickets in one day, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Oh, it happens. But you know, you just gotta you just gotta roll with it. Um, and then yeah, back home to quickly get ready, or I'll get ready at work and into a busy day. We have call sessions in the morning, so prospecting, calling all our clients, um, calling all potential clients, keeping everyone updated with them with what's going on in the market, in the real estate mm. world. Um, and then I'll have my lunch break and then it's into probably letter dropping or um, some other form of prospecting, buyer calls, yeah. buyer work. There's, there's just a lot that goes into it. A lot of appointments, I'm in and out of the office. No two days are the same. I've got appointments just all over the place and, yeah, it's just you just have to be in a million places at once and you just got to make it work. It sounds full on. It is. I make it sound so te- it's really terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get it. seems a sort of job that someone who needs a fast pace would really enjoy. Like someone yeah. who probably just wants to sit behind a desk the whole day wouldn't enjoy what you do. But no. it sounds like if someone wants to be on the move the whole time, they would enjoy what you do. Yeah, definitely. And you've always like got to be thinking on your feet. Yeah. And actually, pageantry has really helped me with real estate in the sense that, um, you know, you never know what someone's going to ask you in the pageant world. And mm. you have to be prepared no matter what. You never know who's a judge. You never know who's got a say in, in the pageant and who's going to be crowned and all that sort of thing. So um, I'm sure you've heard a million times, you know, girls don't leave their room unless they're completely switched on. They've got their hair and makeup done yeah. and you've got game to be face. ready. Yeah, game face. And the same with real estate. Um, not from like the hair and makeup side of things, although you do have to make sure that you, you know, you look sharp, but um, from the point of view that you don't know what any client is going to ask you at one mm. given time and you have to be able to yeah. respond in a way that's not going to, um, be detrimental to the sale of the property basically yeah yeah so it'll keep you on your toes basically is what yeah. you're saying yeah there must be many many coffees drunk yeah and as you can see probably about how fast i talk every now and then i've had a few today <laughs> thankfully melbourne has really good coffee i will say that for melbourne and i god i do i do love melbourne so it's one thing it's definitely got going for it is a coffee um just before i do want to obviously ask you about global in mexico but just before we yes. get off the real estate career because you talked about it if someone wants 
help selling a house or buying a house? What's the best way to get in contact with you for that? Um, so I do have what we're, we're Ooh, if I can get some words out, we have our website, um, www.raywhitefrankston.com. Um, so we service Frankston and surrounding suburbs. Um, and also my Instagram page, michaela.fowler.raywhite. Uh, and cool. all of my contact details are on there. Okay. I will yeah. try to remember to um, tag those <laughs> under, the, under the post as well, see if we can get you a sale. That'd be cool. Oh. Wow. Oh, and if you refer a friend who then mm -hmm. sells their home with us, you get a lovely night stay at Crown Casino um, at their beautiful hotel there. So that okay. is definitely worth it. <laughs> so if someone gets to you and sells a house through this interview, do I get the night stay at the Crown? <laughs> you might. You know what? If it's through this, you might just get that. I suddenly just want to promote this interview everywhere. I'm going to pay yeah. advertise and just <laughs> contact Michaela. Okay. Oh. Got to get something out of this. Now, exactly. um, global coming yes. up in Mexico. Is it in January? It's middle, yes. early January, no, isn't it? Early Jan. I fly out on the 2nd of Jan. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to? How's the prep going, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, obviously with work being as intense as it is and at mm. this time of year um it's spring and obviously real estate just goes absolutely crazy during yeah. sp spring so um pageant prep has been hard I'll, I'll be honest with you but i feel like it's something that i've been preparing for for the last six years so there mm. can't be that much more that i need to um you know really prepare or, or i know where i need to be focusing my time a little bit better yeah. um yeah, a lot better now than I would have a few years ago. I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have had so much to focus on. But now it's sort of like just fine-tuning anything I wasn't quite happy with at, at Intercon or Intercontinental, sorry. Yeah. So do you have any expectations that you're placing on yourself in terms of when you head over there? I mean, is it just going to be like almost a holiday for you, getting away from the phone for a bit? <laughs> yes, it will be. And I'm so excited to see Mexico. It's honestly mm. been on my list for so long. So um, mm. I think that also was um, a bit of a sign that I had to do it because it was in one of my dream destinations. So, um, yeah, uh, to be quite honest, um, an expectation I'm placing on myself is mm. to be a little bit more relaxed and have a bit more fun. Um, not to take it any less seriously, but just to yeah. just to be more confident and more me. I think that's something that I've always had to offer in previous pageants is that I've always been um, very positive, very bubbly, and I think maybe that got a little bit lost along the way during this Intercontinental um, at the international finals. I think mm. I maybe put a little bit too much pressure on myself, um, and I was I was worrying about a few little things um, that I shouldn't. I should not have been putting my energy into. Yeah. Um, and when I'm not focusing on those things, I think that I have a bit more of a, um, a more appealing aura, if that makes sense. <laughs> a more appealing aura. Yeah. Okay. I don't, don't think <laughs> I've quite heard that. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to be radiating positive vibes. Well, that's what you want to do. That's what any pageant of course. Uh, that that is what the pageant queen needs to be. No matter what the system, no matter um, yeah, it doesn't matter the system. You need to be radiating positive vibes. <laughs> of course, but I mean, do you did you, have you ever gotten stressed before during competition? Do you ever get stressed? Um, I think I am a little bit. Um, I, I'm definitely well-equipped when it comes to keeping my cool during pageant week. I remember, oh, my gosh, there was this one moment at Miss Intercontinental um, where let's just say there were a few girls who were beginning to feel the pressure. And right. I just remember I've been trained by Lucinda, my director, mm. and former um, pageant queens just to always know to keep your cool. You never know who's watching. And mm -hmm. that's what I did throughout the whole thing. I just kept my cool underneath. I'm stressing out, freaking out. I'm just about like dying on the inside as, as you do, you, you sort of, you do get anxiety and <laughs> do freak out a bit. Um, but on the outside, you just got to keep composed, keep it calm, keep it cool. 
I just have this picture of positive vibes or positive aura on the outside and dying on the inside. That seems <laughs> that seems very much like the life of a pageant queen, dying on the inside yeah. but still needing to to you know feel like everything's under control anyway. Because if you guys lose control, then it's game over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And no one wants to be around someone who isn't having make, making their experience fun at the pageant. Like, of course. It's you. It's it's a once in a lifetime life, once in a lifetime opportunity, and you don't want to be around someone who's just being an absolute buzzkill. And it's mm. not, never those girls who who end up winning. The ones who are talking nasty things about other girls, um, just bringing all the negative vibes. It's never yeah. those girls who end up walking away with the crown because it's just not the kind of person that you want want to be around. And it's it's not of the course. kind of person that people want representing their business. Yeah. Exactly. Um, are you having any time off in Mexico or are you literally there and then back? I'm literally there and back because I think I get one day in LA at the end. Um, but right. I just don't, I think if, unless I, um, walk away with the title or as a, as, as part of the Queen's court, I'll have the last day after the crowning ceremony, um, in Mexico, unless I'm, you know, doing photo shoots and things like that as part of the Queen's court, which, you know, fingers crossed, <laughs> that's what we're going there for. Why, <laughs> why? Um, cause you said Mexico's always been on your sort of bucket list for yeah. vacation. What, what is it about Mexico that you've always wanted to see? Is it the food? Is it the scene, the people? Oh. Definitely the food is part of it. And apparently where we're staying, which is pronounced Oaxaca, I believe. Um, is that that one with an X in it? Yes, it's O-A-X-A-C-A. -A -A, and I'm pretty sure it's called like, it's pronounced Oaxaca or Oaxaca. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Not how Google, I would have pronounced that's it. That's what Google said. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> so let's just go with that. But um, yeah, the food, the people. Um, when I was actually living in the USA um, during college, I my, my two roommates were actually Mexican. They were so lovely. I absolutely adored them. And I just, I loved mm. their cooking. I loved their um, zest for life. <laughs> and I just, I've just always wanted to go back. I've wanted to go to Mexico ever since mm. um, meeting those lovely, lovely ladies. Yeah. I mean, all you have to say to me is Mexican food and I'm there. Yeah. Oh like, my gosh. I think it's one of the cuisines that's my favorite at the moment. It's normally Japanese, but I'm really getting to Mexican at the moment. Oh yeah. A, a thing with my family at the moment, oh, it's always been like for, for a long time is whenever we're having like taco Tuesday or, or making nachos, it's always yeah. a thing that someone always goes, Oh, do you want to talk about it? And the other person has to go, no, it's nacho problem. <laughs> so how many, how many times has that been said? So many times. My family's really cool, I promise. <laughs> no, I remember from our last interview when you were interviewing, you're talking about chocolate and then and then your sister said she was basically eating no, she was stealing the chocolate whilst you were interviewing. Yeah, yeah of and course then, she was. And then she oh. outed you about your singing. I mean, on that note, do you want to do you want to prove your singing abilities? I've never been able to get anyone to sing on stream. No, I can't sing. I'm not I've got nothing to prove other than that I can't sing. She, I'm not. I'm not doubting what she said. Everything she she was being honest when she said those words, and I do not want to put Australia through that. I mean, do just you? But do head. you like singing? Do you like singing in the car and the shower, oh, or you just stay away yeah. from it completely? Okay. Oh no, right. I sing in the car, and I will put on a show. I tell you, anyone who drives past me, and I have a convertible, so <laughs> oh, that's just perfect. <laughs> yeah so on a sunny day i tend to forget like if i'm just driving down the coast because i live quite close to the beach i'll mm. completely forget that i've got the roof off and just i'll just go to town and it'll be some terrible song that like some really typical girly song and oh i, I just can't even go there can't even go. Ha have you ever had that embarrassing moment when you've stopped pulled up at the lights and then realize the people next to you are staring at you like this because oh, yeah. you've been doing really bad dance moves in the, yep. and you've got a convertible. I mean, that just makes yep. it better slash worse. Yeah, exactly right. That, that has happened too many times to count. What's yep. the most embarrassing song that you have been caught singing or just oh, the most embarrassing I mean, I don't know song? How embarrassing you'll think this is, but it's especially lately my mm -hmm. go-to tunes, my feel good vibes. They have all been coming from Shania Twain. 
So I would never have guessed that. Shania Twain. <laughs> it's just, Which ones? just got some really good fun songs and like the dancey fun ones or the slow ballady ones? Uh, it depends on the mood. Depends on the mood. You know, if I just need to let it out, I might go for a slower tune. Um, right. But if I'm, you know, trying to just get into a good, good vibe, I'll, <laughs> I'll go with, you know, your typical I feel I, like a I, woman. I know her those, songs yeah. quite well. So um, yeah. interesting fact that you know her song from this moment was actually for a period the most used song at people's weddings. Oh, I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me because it oh. is a beautiful song. Is that song? It's wor- It's a song worthy of a convertible rendition. Driving near the coast. I probably get too into it, and I just, I just don't think the world's ready for that. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll leave you alone about the singing. I'll stop badgering you about <laughs> the singing. Um, I guess before we head on to, we might as well do the final ten questions again. I had this joke with Alicia, who you know, and Alicia, because mm-hmm. I've interviewed her, God bless, like three, four, five, six, seven. I don't even remember how many times we did reach a point where it's like, okay, there's no point in asking you these questions anymore because, yeah. But second time around will be interesting. But before we do that, Michaela, um, mm-hmm. just because Galaxy for Australia is coming up, and I know you've had experience with the Galaxy system. Yes. Um, and a lot of the girls, some of the girls at least, are new and some are returning. And a lot mm-hmm. of them are kind of wanting to know bits of advice, like bits of advice. So in terms of people getting to Galaxy Nationals, which will be March next year, I think, on the Gold Coast, what yeah. bits of advice would you have for girls competing in that system, whether it's the first time, second time, third time? Um, I, know this, I know every single pageant girl says this, but be yourself. Um, that they really aren't looking for someone who's exactly the same as the previous queen. They do want someone who's going to catch their attention. Um, Mm. Practice your walks, practice your your mannerisms and things like that. Remember your etiquette um, and all of those little things. And if you make all of those small things second nature and – they they just come come naturally to you. Then you can really yeah. really focus on on everything else and enjoy everything else. If you just practice and make those things second nature, you don't want to go on stage and be thinking, "Oh, my foot's too far to the left." Oh, I turned too quickly. Like mm. practice those things and make them second nature. So when you go out on stage, you can just go, "Yep, smile on yeah. and enjoy this moment." Yeah. Um, just in terms of packing, I just yep. thought I'd ask Ooh, this packing okay. tips. What are, what, are, what are one, two or three like packing tips, stuff that girls who are going for the first time might not know to bring but have served you well or just packing tips in general? Okay. Oh, yes. This is my number one tip to every single pageant girl, sticky boobs. They, oh, my God, if you do not bring sticky boobs and nu- nude undies, preferably like seamless, um, mm-hmm. They are the two things that have saved me and like because you can wear them in every single outfit. Um, in pageant world, you never know what's going to happen. You never know when you're going to have to get changed in an awkward place. And, right. yeah, so if you have, you know, your bare, bare minimums, your, your um, sticky boobs and your nude undies on, then you can basically get changed wherever you have to. <laughs> and I tell you what. <laughs> Especially internationally, there are some really, really oh. odd places where you have to be changing outfits like five times. So right. <laughs> that is number one is those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, noise-counselling headphones. If you can get your hands on some, I thoroughly advise investing in some because you never know when you're going to be desperately in need of sleep and it's going to be loud and noisy. Um, And sleep is, if you can get any single minute of sleep, like when I was at international, I know it's not as intense at national, but you need to be Mm. remembering that they're looking for someone prepared and ready to send to internationals. Oh, any single minute of sleep (laughs) that you can get, you need to, you need to take it and you need to make the most of it. So yeah. So noise cancelling, um, headphones, Headphones. um, and little, and eye, um, patchy things. Um, Mm. what else is like a, a must bring just, just, Backup 
some backup jewellery and things like that and safety pins and just all those little things because Mm. if something breaks, if you lose something, you forget something, you need to have backups and that is what's going to save your mind as well. Like if you don't have to stress, if you've lost one of your pair of shoes and you've got a backup pair, then suddenly you're okay. The world is okay. (laughs) The day will continue. (laughs) Those are some, those are some really good tips. I have heard the, um, (laughs) interestingly enough, I have heard the seamless underwear one before, um, the sticky boobs. I have not, I did not think I would ever hear the phrase sticky boobs in an interview, but I know what you're talking (laughs) about. They are the best because strapless, um, strapless bra just just doesn't do it. You've still got the the strap at the back. Sticky Mm. boobs. Perfect. You can wear them with absolutely every single outfit. It's perfect. Perfect. Okay. Tricks of the trade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, before we get to the final 10, is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to or just say thanks to for supporting you in your career, in your life, in pageantry, in life in general? Um, well, obviously, my family has been amazing, um, but more specifically, my sister. Um, she yeah. owns Saya Medi Spa in Somerville, and she actually just came from there. Um, she's been doing skin therapy and facials and all of that sort of thing for me, keeping my skin in top shape. I will actually be doing a post about that um, in the next few days, showing everyone how... Nice amazing my skin has been looking and feeling since the treatments um and also my lovely girlfriend holly she um has a product called puresque which is a pure marine collagen supplement which has also been helping immensely with my pageant prep and um yeah just for hair skin nails even gut health it's been yeah it's been amazing oh that sounds really interesting okay yeah cool All right, final 10 questions. Do you remember any of the questions or any of your answers to them? There was probably, I think there was something to do with food and something to do with a word that you hate the most, but I don't remember my answers at all. Okay, all right. Let's go into it, fresh face scent. So the question, the first is, what is your favorite word? Favorite word? Mm Mm-hmm. Womanly. I know that sounds really, really weird. Or, or just even woman. Like I just, I love, I'm really vibing that word at the moment. Vibing. Oh God. How many times have I said vibe in this interview? <laughs> Not as many times as you've said, honestly. Oh, true. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, um, if you find something that works, just stick to it. Um, <laughs> like sticky boobs. Yeah, exactly. Life is like a sticky boob. If it works, stick it on and leave it there. Um, anyway, that's... I, I was going to do a post that has that on, a photo of you with that quote <laughs> underneath. <laughs> Damn, you yeah, exactly the Forrest Gump quote, except life is like a box of sticky boobs. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah, that, that's probably not ideal. Yeah. But, oh, well, let's roll with it. Um, that yeah, can't be taken out woman, of context at all. Or women, woman. even. Just anything to do with being womanly and... It's just been something that I have really been, um, I don't know how to, how to explain it, embracing. I've been really, really embracing being hmm. wholeheartedly a woman. <laughs> and I know Una- that sounds so unabashedly, I mean, Unashamedly like, a woman. The strength, yeah. yep, honestly, there we go. Um, the, like the strength that women have, the, um, the warmth that women have, hmm. the lumps and bumps and curves that women have just everything that comes with it and i've just been really embracing that whole um just everything that that word embodies i like okay mm. that's definitely not what you answered the first time i can't remember what you answered the first time but i'm 100 percent certain it wasn't that but um let's move on to the second question mm-hmm. which is what is your least favorite word past or past like P-A-S-T and P-A-S-S-E-D. Right, okay. Because, I, I don't know, it sounds really silly. Um, living in the because past. Because I can't tell the difference between the two. Oh. <laughs> so I hate using that word. I can't, I hate using it in, like, when I'm texting or anything and I have, there's someone in my life at the moment who continually uses that against me. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just hate the word because I, I can't use it correctly. And I am like a stickler for using the right, there, the right, your, 
um, throughout mm. it or it's like everything. I, I just, I'm such a stickler for it and past or past just, it gets me. Well, P-A-S-T, that's a noun. So, I mean, that's an easy way to remember it. Something is in the past. Everything else, that's a verb. He like, he passed the ball. That has to be the P-A-S-S-E-D. That would be the easy way to remember it. Literally, the past is a noun. So it's a thing. So if you can't grab onto it, then it's P-A-S-S-E-D. That's how I'd remember oh, it. Oh, I like that. If you can't grab onto it. Hmm. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, can't like grab onto it, then it's P-A-S-S-E-D. Yeah. You're like, you don't want to hold on to the past. Literally hold on to it. So that's P-A-S-T versus he passed the ball, he passed the supermarket, or she passed hmm. the question. Ask me that go. next time. Quiz me on that, and I'll probably still get it wrong. <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> question three. In life, what gets you excited or what turns you on? Um, life itself? <laughs> No, um, what gets me excited at the moment? Honestly, any little moment that I can get for myself at the moment is a win and it excites me. And it's like just the little things like having my coffee in peace and quiet on my own. That is like the biggest win and it makes me so happy and it will make my entire day just the best day ever, no matter what happens. What's your go-to coffee? Um, ice long black. Oh wow, another one. Okay, and one of my one of my friends loves the ice long blacks and put me onto them. So it's like, oh, oh really? Yeah, because well, most people want to have milk in it or something. I yeah. have not met many people who want long blacks. Yeah, well, no calories. Um, That's true. Literally <laughs> uh, zero. So, yeah, no dairy, so like no upset tummy, yeah. and I also don't like hot liquids. So hence why it's yeah. iced. Okay. All right, yeah. that's a very logical reason. I just like them, but that's a very logical explanation. I don't really like the taste of coffee all that much, to be quite honest. <laughs> and how do you stomach a long black? Because that's as coffee as it comes. <sighs> I just think of the, the life it's going to give my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I just think of the alternative where I'd be dead and grumpy the whole time and that's not, well, that's yeah. not acceptable. <laughs> I, I drink coffee for the benefit of others, not my own. <laughs> That's another quote that I can that I can attribute to you. Okay, <laughs> right. question four: What turns you off? Um, what turns me off? Oh, just negative people who just complain. It, like nothing annoys me more than someone who is complaining about something small in their life and acting mm. like it's the end of the world. Like, I just, I just want to, no. (laughs) You want to strangle them. Is that what you were going to say? No, no, no. I don't want to strangle them. I just want to shake them. Just shake them and and remind them. This looks like, this looks like strangling. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That looks very aggressive. I don't want to strangle anyone. I just want to shake them. (laughs) All right. Um, Question five. What sound or noise do you love? Oh, the coffee, the coffee machine, the sound of mm. my coffee machine. <laughs> You've got one of those fancy pod machines now, don't you? No, it's not a pod one. I have to put like ground coffee into it, but it, oh, it just makes the best noise. But, oh yeah. Once it's hit, it's hit, it's finished heating up and it just makes that, and you just know the coffee's coming. Yeah. I can see you beginning to drool already. It's actually yeah. happening. Yeah. I'll just, um... <laughs> yep, yep, yep. just clean yourself up. Question six, what sound or noise do you hate? What sound or noise do I hate? It shouldn't be this, but it's probably my phone ringing. <laughs> Actually, after today, particular mo- yeah, there's particular moments where I really, really hate that sound. Just being probably on a Sunday and <laughs> after 8 p.m. Right. I thought you were going to say just when you sit down with your coffee. That would be oh, the oh, worst yeah. time for the yeah. phone to ring. Oh, yeah. But other than that, during the day, it's a great sound. Okay. Question seven, if you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Uh, Teleporting. I've given this one a lot of thought, actually, Um, (laughs) recently, yeah. I dated a guy who said that teleportation would be the best superpower ever, and I was like, why? And he's like, imagine you could just be like, okay, I need to be somewhere. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that would solve 
just about every single life problem for me. Like I am always late. So if I, and I'm, I'm always ready right at the time that I need to be somewhere. So if right. I could just then just teleport there, I would always be on time. You really have given this a lot of thought. I'm impressed. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, question eight. What job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Um, hmm. What would I like to attempt? Um, oh, I'd love to be like a news reporter or like... A weather, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to be a news or weather reporter. Do you, they're slightly different. Would you have any preference, news or weather? Because news is like breaking news, uh, weather is just news. pointing probably to the clouds. News. I think okay. <laughs> when I, I have some, um, some voicemails that I, because I leave a lot of voicemails for part of, uh, for, for mm -hmm. work. And every now and then I catch myself, I'm like, ooh, that was very news reportery. And I'm like, oh, I like that. I want to do that. <laughs> So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Probably being a cleaner. I'm a very messy person. I can't even keep my own room clean. I shouldn't be trusted to keep somebody else's clean. <laughs> it is okay. what it is. So what's the state of your room at this very moment? Um... You don't want to know. <laughs> I, I, love, <laughs> I love how we can just see this way and it looks really clean. And I'm just wondering what's just like one centimeter to the left and the right and you're like in a valley of stuff. Oh, you can, you can see this corner. There you mm -hmm. go. Lovely artwork. And that's about all that you are going <laughs> that's to all see. You get. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you, my pageant packing has begun. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So that one looks yes. like a, someone exploded a bomb in the middle of a pile of clothes. That sort oh, of Oh, definitely. And I pretty much only just finished unpacking some of my stuff from Intercontinental, to be 100% honest with you. Um, it took me at least six months to unpack my suitcases. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay. We all have flaws, and these are mine. <laughs> Final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, I think I said this. I'm, I said this on one of your um, your Instagram posts that I would love him to say something along the lines of, and the Gucci store is right over by the chocolate fountain. Oh, and that's yes, right. Everything's free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think I responded, if only it didn't make mm. you fat, which probably in heaven it won't make you it fat. It wouldn't. So. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. So that would that would be heaven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for round two, Michaela. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's been fun. <laughs> and thank you for sticking. Well, maybe you should thank me for sticking with you through uh, the technical yes. difficulties. I was going to say, it wasn't me who did them. but No. Thank you for I think I'm having some serious internet troubles and that's just yeah. not ideal. I'm so sorry yeah. about that. Oh, it's all good. It's, it's Australian internet for a reason. Okay, well, I'm just going to keep you on the line for a second whilst mm -hmm. I hang up on the live. But I just had an idea since you want to be on the news. You know how they always oh, sign off on the news. Oh, Would no. you like to sign us off in your best news reportery way? I'm more of a um just give it okay. a go you you got to put your name in there because it's always okay. you know so so a bit of a um I'm Michaela Rose Fowler this is Adrian and we're saying good night to you from the pageant project thank you <laughs> I don't know something like that <laughs> I was waiting for the back to the studio part. What's up, guys? It's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.